Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Welcome, Casey. I know you're really excited to be here today, but I do want you to use your <laughs> own feeling word to describe how you're feeling. I'm feeling, I don't, content, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's a good word. It's better than fine, okay, good. So good job. Thanks. I Yeah, I really, my day-to-day stuff hasn't changed that much, so. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily, So yes. far, I guess. Because we may have, on our last episode, which was like, two weeks ago minimized the reality or severity of the coronavirus pandemic well i you know i'm just going off of the news i get from the tv so right so we're gonna get into all that um but first i have to tell you my mental mom moment because i think you're a little nervous well you didn't say the word nervous i think you are a little nervous about doing this show with me today because of what i'm drinking oh the death wish coffee and I can't I remember. Like, what are you talking about? I can't. Well, I like to, you know, be dramatic and surprise you a little at times. Yeah. Because that's not in the show notes that you're yeah. looking at. But I, I don't know if I told this story or not on Mental Mom Show. If not, here we go. If I did, I'm sorry. So Death Wish Coffee. Uh, I first had it with our really good friends, Garrett and Rachel. Hey, Garrett and Rachel. They run an in-home um, early tr- child learning center. So And they have their own kids, too. So, like, they've got a lot going on. So, of course, they know about the good coffee. So, at their place, they give me – they make a pot of Death Wish coffee. And it has a skull and crossbones logo. Definitely try it. Um, I'll post a picture of it. Yeah, Uh, it is good. It is so good. It's not – so, anyway, it has, like, three times the amount of caffeine as a regular, like, Starbucks cup of coffee, which I usually drink. K-cups. You know, I like Starbucks. I'm obsessed. So – one day, what couple was it? Like a couple months ago. Yeah, it's been a couple months. You tell this part of the story of what you started observing and what was happening after I bought my first box of K Cup Death Wish. Yeah, so we got the coffee, and I was thought I explained to you that this golden crossbone thing was like a legit. Yeah, I thought it was just marketing. Sign for something. Because I can drink a lot of dark roast coffee. I know you drink a lot of coffee. So I guess you were drinking two or three K-cups a day. Yeah, because I was working at home every day at that point. Because I I guess that's your normal thing with like Starbucks ones. Yeah, like I'll either get a really big one for the day or if I'm home, I'll drink like three K-cups a day. Yeah, so... What was we did? So anyway, yeah. So you were you were drinking three K cups of Death Wish coffee for like a a, few days in a row. A day and no more. It was a few days in a row. Yeah, it was a couple days in a row because coming home sucked. (laughs) All of a sudden, you were like, "What is wrong with you? What was I doing?" Yeah, because you were like tweaking. You like (laughs) I was like really intense and my emotional like you were emotional roller coaster of being like excited, happy and excited and then, I was like, oh and then you were God. crying yeah 
and just nothing else was different at the time just my intake of coffee we figured out like it wasn't related to probably anything else yeah for real right yeah, yeah. there wasn't it wasn't like a, a anything hor- else happening thing, nothing and like that. i was just like what is going on with you what is and then i saw in the trash <laughs> when i was getting ready to take the trash out i saw that the whole k-cup box was gone all 10 k-cups and death th- wish k-cups gone yeah it was gone in like two days maybe three days no, it was I had one three days. I had one K cup out of the whole box. Okay, it was two and days though, I think. Anyway. And those that box of things is like what, like fifteen dollars or something? Yeah. Yeah. So it was amazing. Coffee. I just got a little too at first I was like, Oh, this is good. I'm getting I'm really focused and I'm getting a lot done and then I ended up having like a serious breakdown because um it was just too intense. All that caffeine. It was like three times the amount of caffeine that I was used to in having. One cup, like in one, one cup. Death Wish thing was your three so Starbucks. So I was actually having like six cups of Starbucks dark roast coffee a day when I was. No, you were having like nine if you did three oh of my them. Oh god, yeah, okay. Or something. <laughs> it was a lot. I don't know. It was like it wasn't you were good a for me emotionally. <laughs> so now the out. rule. So I just bought it again because. Yeah, um, I said I wasn't buying it anymore. Yeah, I know. I took a break for a couple months, and then you know the coffee selection was. A little different at the store last time I went um, my Starbucks people hey what's up Starbucks people because that I'll post a picture all the Starbucks stuff was gone and you know like I respect that totally in times of crisis we need our Starbucks coffee so I got a death wish um, 10, 10 pack k-cup and I was responsible with it I've been having one a day and I'm managing it just fine We'll see. How okay. So it's anyway, been y'all. Going all right so far. Casey is just a little worried that I'm going to be too intense for him, or that I'm going to start crying at any second. Not. No, I'm just fine. One. One of them is a lot different than three. Let me just say that. That's what she said. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay. So before we get into the um, Corona virus, COVID nineteen stuff, because you know we have to, because everyone has to you just have to mm-hmm. especially after we did not take it very seriously in our last episode uh, but my high five moment is that i am learning to homeschool a six-year-old and a nine-year-old as the schools are shut down here as they are in many places yeah. until at least may but are you really like homeschooling like it's the closest it thing online? i yeah it's called e-learning Right. What our district is doing. I think it's different, different places, obviously. Um, it's still a lot of, oh, a lot of instructions, a lot of, um, well, my nine-year-old can work for a while on her own. There's still like checking of things. There's making sure websites are working, making sure platforms are working, remembering passwords for various things. You know, all the things that I'm like not great at, even for myself as an adult. So okay. I'm learning how to kind of figure all that out and like, we're going to be doing this at least until April 10th. Um, I've heard some people say. No, now it's till May. For everywhere? For the state. For the state, it's till May? Yeah. Okay, so it might just be the end of for the Indiana. school year. In Indiana, yeah. anyway. Which I'd love to hear what's going on in other parts of the world and other parts of the country. So because of this whole, like, trying to work from home, balancing, our, you know, two kids, two different developmental stages, coursework... And like trying to get my own work done, I'm like, I cannot be the only parent who's 
a little stressed by this. Um, I'm trying to keep a very like positive, open mind about because I love I love my girls. I love absolutely love them. They're so fun. Yeah. Um, but just kind of trying trying to figure out how to make it work. And so I started a Facebook group. It's called the Mental Mom Parent Support Group. Is that right? I'll post a link to it. On, I don't know. I think I already did post it on our um, Facebook, our Mental Mom Facebook page. Yeah, the Mental Mom Parent Support Group. It's really, really creative name, I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I would love for anyone to join who's a parent who's like trying to figure out this whole work from home or one of our friends, good friends, um, she and her husband have not been ordered to work from home last I talked to her. And so she's bringing her children, they're bringing their children to work with them and trying to e-learn homeschool. I mean, it's crazy. And then yeah, we've got, that's, that's, you know, yeah. nurses and wow. um, doctor, like people who, I don't know, it's it's a lot for working parents. Um, yes. And stay at home parents. So anyway, I, the support group is has been fun so far. We've had it for a few days, lots of good people interacting and um, just giving each other ideas and support on, you know, because none of us are those Pinterest moms or, dare I say, mommy bloggers who, mommy bloggers. which I am a mom with a blog. So, but you know what I'm talking about. Like the ones who are like, look at these organic kale infused blueberry muffins. Yeah, yeah. Who have a nanny so that they can do their blog. Yeah. <laughs> and make it look curated and perfect. So, um, you're not allowed to be that person and come into our group, but I'm guessing, um, no one that listens to our show is probably like that. Wow. Setting some hard boundaries. Was that? We don't need it right now we don't as parents. Need you. We don't need to be dealing with Maybe those they parents. Maybe had to leave the nanny at home. Maybe the nanny can't come to work. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now it's real life. How do you think Karen's handling all this? Just kidding. That was my segue into oh, what we're going to be talking about later, which I is I feel the... like I never should have brought up Karen. I love Karen so much. The whole concept of Karen. And we're going to talk about <clears throat> it later in the show. The origin of Karen. Because I've done a lot of research, haven't I? From what you've been telling me, yeah. Because I just love human behavior and societal trends, and you know I missed everything during I the parent coma. you secretly coma. want to be a Karen. No, I secretly, no, I non-secretly, what's the opposite of? Openly. What is, openly, thank you. I openly and adamantly do not want to ever be considered a Karen. I don't think that I could be. But I did have the Karen haircut at one time. I posted that on the Facebook page. Yeah. So, we're going to get to that. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. So... Karenology. Karen, no, not yet, not yet. Oh. Okay, we're gonna do some recapping on the coronavirus. So. Oh. Remember. Sorry, guys. Yeah, stay with it, Casey. You did not have any death wish, did you? I had one. You had one, but you're not as intense as I am right now. No, never am. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we're gonna talk about um a quick. I put together a little timeline because I was seeing timelines everywhere in all the news. You know, like Trump's response timeline and like Mm -hmm. all sorts of things. And so I kind of put sure. together my own. So if you're sick of hearing about um, the pandemic, the coronavirus, you know, all the things corona related, that's cool. Just skip ahead to our Karen part of the episode. Or we'll be having um, another episode coming out about all the shows we've been watching on Netflix as a service to you, as a service to our listeners. Casey and I have watched a ton and we are going to review them for you and then like give you some ideas on what you might want to watch during this time of laying low, lying low, however you say that. So um, real quick though, Casey's corner. (laughs) What is this? Casey's corner. Yeah. But wait, did I tell everyone my mental mom moment 
did I tie it back to that, that my mental mom moment was that I chose to ingest all of this death wish coffee again. That was the, there's the connection. That was my mental mom moment. Okay. Oh, my high five moment segment is I'm learning to homeschool, working from home. Yes. Check. Did that. Maybe we'll edit that out. I'm not sure. Okay, now we're on to Casey's Corner. Sorry, we have a lot to get in, and you said I have to do it in 40 minutes. I did not say that. You basically said that. Continue. Okay, so Casey's Corner. I really think people want to know. I know. Are you okay? I mean, sports are canceled. Sports are managing. Canceled. It's baseball season. Well, not right now. You had just been invited to a very exclusive baseball (laughs) fantasy league. Yeah, I got invited. From our good friend. Uh-huh. And I got and the then, first pick in the draft, and you but got we the haven't first had pick the draft, draft yet. Right. So, I mean, are you okay? Yeah. There's still, you know, like, rerun sports on. Yeah, but, like, you you know, the gambling addiction, which... Well, that got squashed. That's over now that because... That a sign, right? Except now that I'm living with the wolf of Wall Street because Casey's dabbling in the stock market now <laughs> and has this... What's the Whatever. app called that you're following? It's called Robinhood. Robinhood. Now that he I'm can't bet on sports, the app. I have an app. he has the app. He's following the stock market trends. Is that better? Well, I figure it's all in the crapper, so it's a, no. it's it's a good time to buy, right? Yeah, and it's not like I'm throwing in like hundreds of dollars. I think it's excellent. I told you, like my goal for you would be to make so much money in this no, stock cool. market that I have to sign a prenup if we get married. All right. That it that it would just be crazy yeah. for me for you to marry me without me signing the prenup. Those are my goals for you. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep, see. Keep working on that. It's a real uh, Cinderella story. But <laughs> you do love you love following. I think it's like because the stock market app you're using. What's it called? Robinhood. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you really like it's you God. like following stuff. It's like this. It's yeah, just a hobby I don't for really you. like math, but I don't know like stats and stuff. You like that? I always had like an interest because baseball. But right, you like the stats of it. Yeah, so it's. I really don't know what I'm looking at right now, but you're learning it. I feel like I'm learning it, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's something to keep me entertained, I guess. It is. Maybe that's filling my sports. I think void. it is. I I think that it is. It's, so I think that's yeah, good. So. Because I think you might have a chance of making more money at the stock market than gambling well probably i mean even though your sports gambling was like two dollars here and one dollar here yeah i was uh i think you did it high roller you just like following i think you like guessing yeah i don't know it's just interesting to me anyway anyway so that's what i've been doing are you okay though with all the sports like you're just watching reruns and yeah i mean you there's nothing you can do about it. So, at least football free agency is still happening, and the draft's gonna happen. But and then is March Madness? Are the games still happening? Or no, not that's all? all done. It's all gone. Okay, so it's maybe over. this is the perfect time to transition into Meg's timeline. Okay, which may or may timeline. not be accurate, but it's at least within like 72 it's hours. Your timeline. <laughs> My timeline. Your brain. So, our last episode, we recorded it on March 1st. So. You know, February so February 27th, um, I started paying a little more attention than usual um, to the news <clears throat> and, like, the chatter about the coronavirus. Um, but, you know, here's where I am, and I think a lot of people will get this. 
one, we have children, so I have to keep up with all of their stuff. I have a career, so I have to keep up with that stuff. Then, like, I have anxiety issues that I am constantly managing, and I'm managing well. One of the ways I manage is by not taking in too much information. So I can't follow every single thing in the news that, you know, all the news agencies think are important. So I have to pick and choose. And so I started, like, because I know you think that you're like, how do you even – like you don't, you're not informed. I am enough well, about the things that are. I understand too. Like if it's really a big deal, especially like the schools are gonna notify you. So if it's something that's that serious, you're. I'm gonna know about gonna it. Gonna know about it. So, uh, on February 27th, I started paying a little more attention. Um, still kind of hearing a lot of it's no big deal. It's in you know it's just right. like the flu. Then February 28th. Um, I got a non-emergency email update from this school's, the girls' school, about, like, potential disruptions, but there were no suspected or confirmed cases in the school district. Um, so then March 1st, we record that mental mom episode, the last one that we did, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really taking it at all, seriously at all. We found a way to make fun of humans, which was the people who weren't buying Corona beer. Yeah, yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. Well, which is still hilarious. in all fairness... That's how it was being reported. It was. So. Well, and that's, that story is, is still relevant. How because... is the public supposed to take something seriously if the people that are in charge, are not quote unquote, are telling us it's not a big deal? There were some that were taking it seriously, uh, but, you know, people right. weren't really paying attention to them. Right. Uh, so then, we so we record that episode and then, like, each day I was paying a little more attention, and I would just, you know, just a little more. We have some friends in the healthcare field that we really respect, and they're like, you know, that kind of educated us a little bit on the protective, the personal protective equipment, and maybe, like, then yeah. I started reading a little more on, like, the, the issues of, like, not being equipped to protect yeah. our healthcare workers from getting the virus, and then the hospital's not having possibly enough respirators. So I could start hearing a little bit more about that. Um, then lots of, um, toilet paper talk, lots of, all of a sudden people are like, uh, toilet paper, this, I need toilet paper. Yeah. All of a sudden toilet paper is a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, So then I kind of started laughing about that. Um, so bizarre. I know it is bizarre. And then, you know, so you have people hoarding toilet paper. Yeah. But it's kind of like whenever we have a storm and people are like. Bread, milk, eggs, now. Yeah, which... For three days. That didn't really seem that that was that important this time around. You know what I mean? Right, it was like, all you, you about toilet paper. It was all about toilet papers. Like, everybody went nuts. Do you think one person just started, like... We'll, we'll have to do his research on that later. I don't know how to, there is to I can't do research on somebody buying toilet oh, paper. Oh, I'll find, I'll find trends yeah. and I'll report them. It just was like, yeah, just buy one giant thing yeah. that has like 16, however many come in it. You know what I mean? Right. Like the real big pack. Like if, just buy one of those. You don't need to buy pallets full of toilet paper like some of these people did. Right. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Um. No, that's okay. So then March 11th, NCAA March Madness. No fa- fans are allowed to attend. Well, that's how, yeah, they first reported that fans weren't allowed, weren't going to be allowed there. And then, like, a couple days later, then they were just, like, the whole thing's down. Because didn't 
I mean, done. some players had, well, the NBA, I know, like, had, there were some players that tested positive, right? Yeah. And, um, okay, so March 12th, I'm not alarmed at that point. I just decided, hmm, maybe I sh- we shouldn't go to Planet Fitness tonight, like we were planning on working out, remember? Yeah. Because, you know, it holds, like, 300 people, and it's huge, and you were annoyed, remember? You thought I was, I was making a little too annoyed. Big of, you thought I was making too big of a deal of it when I yeah. texted you, but then, like, two hours later, when you came home from work... You weren't going either because you were like, well, I'm still going. And then you came I thought, well, and then I had talked to some people and then I was like, yeah, it should. I, even though I'm annoyed and I was going to go, if what I'm hearing, you know, then I shouldn't go because that's not my responsibility. Because your girlfriend saying it was not enough of a reason. Well, you're always telling me, like, I make too much out of something and... This time I was trying not to, and then you were like, how how are you going to go? Yeah, you're right. So That's what you should know. If I start to get concerned about something, it's probably legit. Well, that's part of the reason I didn't go. Oh, so it did matter. But, like, yeah, between how you were talking and then what I was hearing, I was like, all right. Because I'm not It's also my responsibility to the rest of everyone to not Spread. be in places unless I absolutely have to be. Right. So. Um. Okay, then March 12th, later that night, uh, school's canceled till April 10th. Right. That Then I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, it just was like, in, in our area, restaurants, then bars, like small businesses, everything yeah, just... not all of the restaurants and stuff now are... Cl- well, no. you can only do carry-out. Carry-out or delivery, I think. Yeah. Right. So in our town, we have a travel ban, so you can only go places if of necessity, necessity or like need. food, medicine, doctor's appointments, um, or gas stations. I think businesses that have ten people or less are allowed to be open, um, like ten people at a, or less at a time. Yeah, something like I I don't know. Yeah, so it just depends on the area that you're in. But I'd love to hear from other people of like what what's going on in your neck of the woods. Um, yeah, because, like, New York and California and Illinois, they're supposed to be on, like, more of a lockdown than we are. Right. Here in Indiana. Yeah. I think most people around us are being pretty responsible. Yeah, I'd say so. But we also haven't had really good weather either, so you have That helps. Yeah, that it, makes a difference. I mean, parks. I don't really have much of a to, reason to go outside. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to parks. Um, we had a birthday party scheduled for the girls in June, June. and that was at, at a public place and that was canceled. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so far we, you know, one of the things Casey and I were talking about is, so can they, how will they enforce this? Like, will they get even more strict or like how far will they, will the government go in enforcing all of this? Um, and so this word came up that this happens to me like at some point I know I knew this word draconian I knew what it meant and then I lost it over the years but I'm like what does that mean it kept coming up in stories that I was reading okay do you know that word it sounds familiar but what's it mean okay here I've got it so this is a, a service I'm gonna do for all of you parents and people who are listening that are really busy and have a hard time holding a lot of information in your brain because you know we don't get to now I do, but if you have young children, you don't get to sleep as much. Our IQ goes down. This is all researched. Is it? Yeah. 
Is that for real? It is real. I've talked about it on the show before. Oh, man. Yeah. You you lose a couple IQ points when you have kids. That explains so much for me now. Because <laughs> well, you've lost some since yeah. you've lived here with us? I definitely feel dumber. <laughs> so anyway, sometimes... Maybe that's the core of dad jokes. Oh. Like they were super intelligent men, and then they had kids, <laughs> and then just gradually over time they get worn down and... That's the, all they got. The loss of IQ creates dad jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah, and then it comes back, though. It will come back. When they move out. Mine's already starting right to come back. Right before the dementia sets in. <laughs> Hopefully you get a little bit of a gap between. Um, so anyway, for parents out there, if you're anything like me and you've lost some uh, knowledge, because you can only hold so much in there at a time, for me anyway, here's what draconian means because it's been used a lot in reference to laws, um, especially laws about people not going out and about and travel bans and things like that. Uh-huh. So draconian comes from Draco, the name of a 7th century BC Athenian legislator who created a written code of law. Draco's code was intended to clarify pre-existent laws, but its severity is what made it really memorable. In Draco's code, even minor offenses were punishable by death, and failure to pay one's debts could result in slavery. Draconian, as a result, became associated with things cruel or harsh. Something draconian need not always be as cruel as the laws in Draco's Code, though today the word is used in a wide variety of ways and often refers to measures like steep parking fines that are relatively minor when compared with the death penalty. And that's from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. So, using draconian in a sentence. The editorial (laughs) criticizes the draconian measures being taken to control the spread of the disease. So, harsh ticketing or um i haven't noticed anything too draconian with what's going on by us like um, for instance if you're walking out in the street and you get thrown in jail that would be a draconian oh that's well it needs to get more draconian yeah a little bit Um, i would say for especially in florida yeah with the spring breakers these gen zers yeah, you should Zers. post. You should post that article about how the millennials were getting blamed for what the Gen Zers, no, the Zennials. Yeah, Zennials were doing. Yeah, Gen Z. They still wanted to have spring break. They were annoyed that this darn virus was getting in the way. Corona's of their fun. Not, coronavirus isn't going to affect my partying, bro. I'm still going to party. Yeah, I'm still going to party. I'm here to party. We'll I just planned see this thing happens. two months ago. I don't want to lose my money. Oh my god. I just turned twenty-one. That girl was my favorite. I just turned twenty-one and like. I need to party. Like, I need to. And then there were these people, like, there was a video on one of the news channels about it with these in Florida and these people who actually lived there who were on their balconies, like, go home, yelling at the kids (laughs) on the beach, like, go home. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So a lot of people are talking about cheap flights now, too, which I understand, like, booking a flight for October, maybe, if you can get a good rate. But if you're thinking about going anywhere now and then coming back here, like, please don't. You might get stuck where you end up. You might get stuck and... I just don't think it's cool. I know there were a few people that had were in Florida and they had to cut their trip short because they were worried that they would get stuck down there yeah. and not be able to get come back home. For some time, yeah. Anyway, so that's people. what draconian means. Um, it's a cool word. Yeah, it is. It's a very cool word. Sounds cool. So this it's segment's not very called... Cool, but... Yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> What's that word mean? That's the segment. That's what it's called. And, and I'll always sing it. <laughs> it will only be sung. Is that a way to say that? I don't know. Oh, okay. So that's one little way that I can help is by 
defining some words that maybe you didn't have time to look up. We can't look up everything all the time. We'd just be on our on the Google on our phones all the time. You're really taking this homeschooling seriously. Oh my gosh, maybe that's it. I don't know. And I keep touching my face. I just touch my face again. That's why I can't go anywhere because I touch my face all the time. <clears throat> it, yeah, I don't know. I'm still able to, luckily, I'm still able to see my clients online, my counseling, coaching clients. Um, so I haven't been a f- so super affected because most of my clients are online anyway. Sure. And then the ones that come into the office, I, we've just been meeting online. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how. And I'm also offering, um, which I posted this. I'll post it on, I don't know if I posted it on the Mental Mom Facebook page, but I'm offering free sessions for healthcare workers, um, frontline healthcare workers, um, day or night, whatever you need. If you're on the front lines and you're stressed and you're um, overwhelmed and anxious as duh, I would expect you to be, um, I would love to help by off- I'm offering free sessions. So you can- It's um, very nice of you. Oh, thanks. I mean, it's the least I can so do. your guys is self-care matters too. It does. I mean, care the healthcare workers are always taking care of everyone else. And it's like, let me do this for you, please. So you can email me at meg at meganfar.com. That's M-E-G-H-A-N-F-A-R-R.com. That's my um, therapy counseling business website. And yeah, I would love to help. So contact me. Or if you know of anyone, you can spread the word. All right. So can we move on? Because I am over talking about COVID. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, one more thing. I forgot. I forgot. thought we were moving on. We were, except... Come on. Okay, this was my perfect segment that I just ruined. Okay, my transition from segment to segment. Let me try again. I'm not editing this out. (laughs) Okay. So here's how here's where I was supposed to go. You all suffer. Okay, listen. So here's how it was supposed to go. So to change the subject, because we all know my ultimate answer and cure for everything is laughter. Laughter is the best medicine, and for some of us, it's the best medicine once we're stabilized on our meds. Okay, so when we laugh, it lowers our stress. I know what. What's happening? Well, like you know, get. I'm not saying laughter always replaces meds. Like if you need your medications. To stabilize your mood, take those, uh, okay. then laugh. Does right. that make sense? You're yeah. going to edit that out, aren't you? No, I get it. I'm, okay. I'm just trying to keep up with what, like, where this is going. Well, you know me and my brain. We'll get there. Just stay, okay. stay on for the ride. Okay. Buckle up. Okay. So the Mayo Clinic has an article about – hang on. Let me find it. I had it right here, and I have so many things open. Where did it go? Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, so Mayo Clinic. Pretty reputable as long as you don't believe in conspiracy theories, which I don't think I do because if you believe in one, you have to believe in them all, but we're going to talk about that on the next episode. start. Okay, so Mayo Clinic. Stress relief from laughter? It's no joke. Is that a great headline? That's a dad joke. That's a dad headline. Yeah. Um. Is it a male that wrote this? It says by Mayo Clinic staff, so not sure, but I'm going to go with yes. He probably has like six kids. Okay, so laughter is a great form of stress relief, and that's no joke. A good sense of humor 
Can't cure all ailments, but data is mounting about the positive things laughter can do. So, short-term benefits of laughing. Stimulates many organs, activate and release, relieve your stress response, soothes tension. I'm going to post this article. You can read the details. But the thing I was most interested in for this particular conversation, um, it's not just a quick pick-me-up laughter. It's also good in the long term. Um, it actually improves your immune system, according to the Mayo Clinic. They know what they're How talking about. How does it about. do that? So negative thoughts, I'm going to read a little bit here. Negative thoughts manifest, manifest into chemical reactions that can affect your body by bringing more stress into your system and decreasing your immunity. We know that stress hormones are bad on a cellular level. Like okay. they weaken our, immunes, our gotcha. immunity. So by contrast, positive thoughts can actually release neuropeptides that help fight stress and potentially more serious illness. All right. So by laughing, you're going to improve your immune system. Like that's a huge deal. So I'm trying to do as much as I can to laugh right now. That's my... Even if it's like nervous laughing? Yeah. Or does it have to be like legitimate, funny, ha-ha laughing? I think the more legitimate, funny, ha-ha laughing, the better. But nervous laughter is at least something. Is it like a placebo? Maybe. These are good questions. Um, Come on, Mayo Clinic. Um, well, there's more. So, no, I agree. I like this. So for me, it's like, okay, yes, we're reading all this stuff about how to prevent the spread, how to boost our immune systems. And yeah, go ahead. Make a kale smoothie. Do it. Do what you got to do. Wash your hands a ton. Very good. But uh, laughing is something that we can do. Like, especially since we have more time on our hands, we can watch comedies, we can um, watch funny YouTube videos, we can read funny books, and just, like, hang out with people who make you laugh. Yeah. We do that but a lot. But we can't hang here. out, so. You can via Zoom or Skype. Yeah, we can or have a hangout party. You can virtually Video hang party. out. Okay. So you want to know what makes me laugh, Casey Harper? What's that? <laughs> Karen memes. So here we go. So ever since a few weeks ago, I learned about Karen. I cannot stop. So for new listeners, part of the reason I started this podcast was to get caught up on like society, pop culture stuff, trends. Um, because for like eight years, I was in what I call the child raising coma, two preemie babies, three years apart. Um, so for like eight years, I missed everything. And that started in about 2009, 2010. And so I wasn't really into social media in that time. So like I missed a whole bunch of societal trends. And one of those was the Karen meme phenomena, phenomenon, phenomenon. Yeah. Um, so our last episode we talked, or was it two episodes ago? It's called um, Case Closed, I Need to Speak to a Manager. And we talked a little bit about Karen in that yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well, this isn't enough. I need to know more about Karen, where she came from, who is Karen, what's up with the haircut. Because I used to have the Karen haircut. I posted it on our yeah, um, you did. Facebook page. Mm. You hate it. But I actually loved it. It was really – mine wasn't spiky. It was just like a angular yeah, bob. Still, I know you didn't like it. But it was really easy. It was right like after it. I had a baby. Hello. Okay. It was easy. Um, but so I'm like thinking, what? okay, what what's up with this whole Karen thing? So – um, what what really makes a Karen? Just to recap, like 
Karen, we were we were talking about how she's like the person at the restaurant who has to speak with the manager. Um, but I was interested because I some of the stuff I was reading is like. Is there like a legit like origin thing? Yeah, there is. Oh wow. Um, of course there is, and I guess my why I was interested is because the things I was reading about quote unquote Karen is that she's a soccer mom. She's got blonde hair, so I have blonde highlights. You know, um, she. It's like a lot of the things that like I'm part of that group. I have kids in sports, and I take them there, and so I'm like, so what's the difference between like me and my my friends and I and in his 30s and 40s, so like my friends and I, and isn't it attitude? Yeah, so then it is, it's attitude. Okay, so the article it's from Vox, and I'll post it. Um, it's about the origin of the Karen meme. So here's a little paragraph I wanted to read. So they're explaining Karen, where it originated, all that. On one level, we've seen all this before. After all, resentment toward the upper middle class, what we might call bougiephobia or bourgeois phobia has been around since the middle class itself, often coming most strongly from members of that very middle class. What has changed are Karen's specific offensive traits. Like all bougie stereo or bourgeois bougie stereotypes before her, she's snobbish, prudish, and hypocritical. But now she's against science on principle, which is definitely a new twist to the traditional bougie model. And the chief way she manifests her class consciousness is not by saying, being a patron of the arts, but by being aggressively rude to the help. So basically, controlling, here's what makes a Karen, controlling superior attitude to go along with the haircut. Asking to speak to the manager about, like, not having enough ketchup packets. Because, you know, I have spoken with the manager before, but it's it's about, like, something drastically. Um, like what? Like, maybe the bathrooms were disgusting and, like, unusable. Like uh, Unusable? Like, to the point where, like, they would want to know. Like, any business, like, the manager probably just didn't know the state oh. of their bathrooms. Okay. I got Yeah, you. and I would always be really polite about it, too. Like, you know, I just want to let you know. You know, in a very calm voice. None of this, that like... there's shit all no. over your win- I mirrors. would never. I would never, Casey Harper, say that. No. Um, so, I would talk to a manager assertively, but kindly, if there was an issue, but not about ketchup packets. Um, yeah, I don't see you doing that. No. Um, doesn't that, I mean, isn't it kind of an, an, a sense of entitlement? I think so. That's what I'm gathering. Um, is a a sense of entitlement. Kate from Kate plus eight or whatever that show, she sort of started like the, her haircut is used as like the Karen haircut. Yeah. It's kind of like an entitled, um, white lady who just has to talk to the manager about something yeah i always imagine well i always feel like they're from the south too you do like they're like a paula dean but with a karen haircut you know like they yeah got, i guess i think more of like and they drive some big suv yeah midwestern is what i think of um, but yeah i guess they could be anywhere um i just stereotyped. <laughs> yeah you just really stereotyped. Yeah, just... no you stereotyped the archetype the you stereotype yeah the whole thing well this is just a big stereotype and yeah. so why did it catch on so much well dane cook in 2010 did a funny um it's pretty funny it's a skit he did it's on youtube uh, it's called the friend that nobody likes and he's talking about how every group of friends there's always like 
has a Karen. Yeah, has a Karen. And so he calls Karen. her Karen. And um, he's describing this annoying friend. So that spurred on Karen. And then and apparently Nintendo Switch, their reveal video that came out in 2017, 2016, um, you just can just watch it. I'm not like, I think it's more of a culty thing, like um, Nintendo people, because right. I'm not so into it. But apparently Karen is the one in the video who's dressed nicely. She's got like a bob haircut and she's obsessed with her her Switch and she can't put it down to like hang out and socialize like a normal person. Gotcha. So Karen has, the Karen archetype has some... Um, social issues like sure not being socially appropriate which i think we can pick up on all that so then you know people just went with it and i think what what's really interesting so then i'm like okay why the name karen okay well dane cook okay so here's here's an example um because it has something a lot of the memes have have something to do with divorce and custody issues you seen those memes with karen a Karen no. divorces her husband and takes the kids. Like, that's one that goes around, like, um, just not a nice person. She uses a lot of um, motivational posts. Like, she posts a lot of things like that. She's the mom in Kroger with her kids asking to speak to the manager. Um, these are all people's, like, opinions or, or viewpoints of Karen. This is interesting. So, the name Karen peaked as a popular baby name in the U.S. around 1965. So, even though... Um, the typical meme, Karen meme, is from Gen X aged people or like older millennials are the ones who, who got on the Karen bandwagon and were really like posting those memes or making those memes. Uh-huh. It's actually a name, uh, a baby boomer name. So if there, this article says, so if there's any correlation between the name and reality, we can at most speculate that the woman who wound up giving all Karens a bad name are a group of white senior citizens behaving badly. Because that's the thing, like the moral hypocrisy. Um, and then then they go on to talk about how, like, isn't it mean to call Karens Karen? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of – I feel bad for Karens, like people who really are named Karen. Um, but then again, I had the Karen haircut. My friends and I have to take our kids to soccer. It's all about, like, not really being a Karen, right? Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm I I don't know. I'm so. What are your thoughts after I tell lost. you all that? What are you lost about? So basically, what you're telling me is it's all the boomers' fault. Of course, you want you love this. You love a boomer moment, a little moment to make. Fun well, of I just like it because they talk so much crap about us. Yeah, about the millennials. They are the ones who tend to be less self-aware and maybe aren't, of their, don't recognize their privilege that and or they just don't think that their behavior is wrong and when they see somebody who is challenging their behavior like calling them out that's the talons like come out but i think also the, like you know what i mean yeah when you talk about boomers you're talking about the stereotypical boomer, like we're talking about the stereotypical Karen. Yeah. Not all boomers. Well, not all. Hi, boomers. mom and dad. Hi, Nancy. Not all, <laughs> not all of them, but we love you. The the one, I'm sure they're also in the same vein of the ones that call us snowflakes. And, oh right, yeah. You know. Yes, I do know. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're part of the same branch. Part of that on the branch. same boomer tree. The boomer tree. I'm going to need a visual. And you're an artist. Could you make us a 
a the boomer, boomer tree with a branch oh that would be kind of cool because there's cool? like some cool boomers and then yeah. but if you are progressive are you a boomer yeah, boomer is just really about. But can an you age. be progressive and yes. a boomer? Well, yes. yeah. Bernie Sanders would yeah. be considered a boomer. I just want to. It's that age. I know. I'm just. Are you just messing with poking me? Poking the bear. Oh, I'm gonna slap you. Okay. Ew, violence. <laughs> so basically, we've been inside a lot for a lot of days. Um, the whole Karen package. It's not just about being like one thing, like one. So I had the Karen haircut for like. But I think the 10 underlying minutes. behavior is. One Karen of, wants to be right. Karen wants to be right. No one else is wrong. Karen's right all the time. No all. one else is right. You said no one else is wrong. If you're Karen. Oh, I just messed that up. Yeah. yeah. Karen is always right. Right. Everyone else is wrong in Karen's world. That's correct. Correct. Um, I don't think Karens know they're Karens. I don't think they have that much self-awareness to know that. Right. That's why they're in that same branch of the boomer tree yeah which is like a disconnect yeah absolutely so you know i'm always interested in humans because i know you're like meg why are you so obsessed with karen well it's just i like to understand why it took off and why karen became such a thing and it's because i think we're just so tired of karens yeah i think that's probably our way our generation's way of being able to make fun of them right without them knowing we're making fun of them because they would never know because sure. they're not that self-aware i think the ones that are self-aware they're not karen wouldn't act like a karen <laughs> so there you go guys yeah, figured it out so we'll get a little island um and the karens can all move there together there's Although, a lot of other things that need to go on that island we're gonna have to have so many islands yeah all right casey harper um Thanks for hanging in done? there with me. I think. I mean, oh, okay. what all do you want to talk about Karen some more? No, I'm really Karen'd out. You're Karen'd I'm out. I'm sure everybody else is. Um, Karen is going to, you know, we're going to just. Karen's I'm going to make gonna a rule. Talk... We can't talk about Karen anymore. Oh, that can't be for because. For like two months. No, no, no. Because I just have one little thing I need to say about her on our next episode. Oh, It's God. a surprise. <laughs> Karen's relative. Anyway. Oh, Carol. Carol. We'll talk about Carol in our next episode. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. That's actually funny. I would love, again, just a quick wrap-up, and then you can do the real wrap-up because that's your job. But I just wanted to say, because I added a few new things. Oh, gosh. Join our parent support group. What is it called again? The, the parent, mental mom you parent go support off group? Script. You're, gonna, you're on your own. <laughs> um, the mental mom parent support group. Okay. Yes. Good job. Um, I'll approve you. Just send, you know, join it. Find it. Join it. Um, there's a link on our Mental Mom Facebook page. And also, again, if you know of anyone, frontline healthcare workers, um, I'm providing online support and stress management and counseling for free for frontline Very healthcare nice. workers during this time. So, nice. Casey Harper, take us out. Please like, rate, share, subscribe, all those fun things. Uh, really means a lot to us and now you have more of a reason to listen to us than ever because we all can't go anywhere so we're gonna try to keep material more up to date since we'll be trapped inside the majority of the time uh to pass the time so everybody stay safe out there appreciate all of the listening and next episode we're going to be talking about all the shows right shows we've been binge watching binge watching entertaining ourselves at home yeah so stay tuned for that all right bye y'all everybody says that you